0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Infinite Potential of Being Human podcast, a space where we will be revealing what is it that is getting in the way of our potential as human beings, as a species, diving into a deep inquiry into body-mind consciousness, our way of being on the planet today and our current relationship with our reality and with reality itself. My name is Nikki Clinch. I am your host. I will be sharing science, research, and evidence, and coming into this podcast from the paradigm of ontology, looking at why you are the way you are, not as a you problem, but looking at it from the context of a human problem. This is not about you. This is about being human. My intention is that in this podcast, you will discover so many blind spots that are running you and your life and how reality is unfolding and that you can start to experience yourself as part of the human species rather than just an individual stuck in a story trying to solve your own problems. This is the time now on our planet to remember and embody and realize our infinite potential. As a species. If you want to dive even deeper beyond this podcast, you can download our 21 days of expansion, 21 powerful body-mind ontological activations, meditations, for you to be able to work with your own rewiring and neural pathways to be able to create a fundamental shift in how you experience yourself, how you experience your reality, and the way in which you are a co-creator in the world that you you are getting so just hit the link below to download 21 days and that can be yours starting now but for now let's dive into this podcast the infinite potential of being human i am so excited for you to explore and inquire and receive all the teachings and richness and education of the episodes ahead thank you so much i'm nikki clinch i'm delighted to be here with you Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Infinite Potential of Being Human podcast. My name is Nikki Clinch, and I am your host. Wonderful to be back here with you all. Welcome to all the new listeners to this space. I hope that you are able to hear things here from a different perspective, from a different context, which should, and my intention is that it will allow you to make sense of things that may not have just obviously made sense to you. And it will also allow you to question certain aspects around your life and around life itself and why you are the way you are and why you've struggled with the things you struggle with and also with why we are the way we are as a society, as a culture and as a species. And welcome to all of you, regular listeners. I'm so grateful for you all. It's because of you that this podcast is starting to reach so many human beings. It's just such an honor. And I just think that these kinds of conversations are so needed right now, questioning ways of being that we have been being on this planet from a human being ontological context, from a human being ontological paradigm which allows us to zoom right out and look at the whole picture from a much, much bigger place rather than just you and me and them and us struggling with our individual stories, trying to solve our individual problems. What happens when we zoom right out and look at the whole picture of why we are the way we are from the context of the species, from human being? Because if you hadn't noticed we are all part of the same species. And that's not just some love and light quote that allows us to somehow be all together as one. No, we are actually of the same species. There is a particular design structure that runs currently the being of human being, that if you are human, This will relate to you and we are all human. I'm assuming that everybody here is a human being. I don't think we have any dog listeners yet or cat listeners. (laughs) If you are human, this relates to you. And the intention and the invitation of these episodes is to be able to take topics, subjects, questions, struggles, problems that are common in our everyday life and in our society today and look at it from an ontological paradigm. Learn about it from an ontological paradigm which gives us the opportunity to shift our entire relationship and perception of it and with it and who we are in that relationship with it. So that was me kind of setting the table before we can really eat this meal together. So today's topic is on something that seemingly seems basic, but from an ontological paradigm, I think it would be really interesting for you to hear and for us to, together, to deconstruct, to dissolve the fixed blind spots around this topic and really start opening up a new inquiry and a new set of questions. Because really that's what's happening right now on a universal collective level. It's not enough anymore to try and find new answers to the same old questions. We need to ask new questions. That's where we are. We as a species are hitting the limitations of who we have been being. And in order to outgrow that way of being and birth a new one, it's not enough to just look for unanswered new answers to old questions, but start asking new questions. And that's what we're gonna do here. So today's topic is on the distinction, healing versus fixing. What is this distinction between healing and fixing? Firstly, let me just set the tone the self-evolution, self-development, self-improvement world has increased and grown so dramatically over the last five years, let's say 10 years, but the last five years, like a rocket ship, that the coaching and healing industry or you can't see me, but I'm putting healing in in inverted commas (laughs) because that's one of the questions or inquiries that I'm going to bring in here. The self-development, self-improvement industry has become a trillion dollar industry, which really tells us many things. It tells us that there are a lot of human beings out there trying to work out what's wrong with me and what is the solution to what's wrong with me and how do I find it and how do I get better? Like that's just the most simplistic way of explaining and describing why we are now in a trillion dollar industry. That's a lot of human beings. In a search, the search for the answer to the problem. And when you put it like that, that's just black and white. That's just sobering. How many human beings are struggling and suffering right now enough that the self-evolution and self-improvement industry has become a trillion-dollar industry? That just sets the tone of how what percentage there is on the planet that is really struggling. In fact, I led a training the other day, our Break the Cycle training. I just, let me get it up here now. I wasn't planning on, on presencing these statistics, but actually it's just so important that I do. Let me read you some statistics that I discovered around where we are right now. 900 million people across 142 countries are unfulfilled with how they are living their life. 200 million people across the planet are currently suffering from depression or what is perceived and diagnosed in the medical industry as depression. And I deliberately say that way for a reason, meaning there's a question mark around that diet, around what has been perceived as depression versus what is stuck emotion or stuck pain Or stuck human experience, which I'm going to go into much more in a bit. 300 million people currently experiencing an anxiety disorder. Wow. 300 million people are currently experiencing an anxiety disorder. This data was collected from 2021 to 2022. Get this one. 128 million divorcees were registered in 2022 to 2023. That is 1.6% of the world's population. We are not doing well. We as a species are suffering. Lo and behold, the self-improvement industry has become a trillion dollar industry because it's offering the potential of the answer to all the suffering. Now, when I set the table that way, it allows the revealing and the distinguishing of why this inquiry is so important. The distinction between healing versus fixing. When that many human beings are looking for the solution to their problem, are we getting caught? in a journey of endless fixing or are we actually in a process of healing? And they are two very different distinctions. They are two very different paradigms. In fact, I would say that fixing and healing are paradigms, just like the episode that I taught on trust versus control. Fixing and healing are not things that you do. They are paradigms from which we are coming from. You are either coming from a paradigm of healing or you're coming from a paradigm of fixing. And I'm gonna speak about now what even that means. So firstly, let me just kind of remind you, those listeners who have been around already for a while, and for those of you who haven't, That Please go back and refer to older episodes, particularly the episodes 1 to 10. What actually is a paradigm? A paradigm is a context. And a context, what's a context? Well, you can't see a context. You see from a context. And everything that you see and experience is given from that context from which you are seeing from. Let me say that again paradigm is a context. And we as human beings cannot see a context. You can only, we can only see from a context. And everything, and I mean everything, that you see and experience in your world is given from the context from which you are seeing from. That is a human blind spot. Go back and look at the episode, What Creates Results, the distinction between context and content. The reality that we human beings get is not fixed and already there. The only reality that we get is the one that appears to us given from the context from which we see from. Now, a lot of people will say that they know that as information but knowing it as information is insignificant to being able to create an actual paradigm shift from where you see from. We have to be able to distinguish where we are seeing from that's giving us what we see. I remember a moment in my own maturation when I opened my eyes in the morning and I realized I was already anxious and nothing had happened. I'm just lying in the bed, And I'm already anxious. How is that possible and why? When I really dived into the inquiry of it, I was able to distinguish, because I know these distinctions so deeply and they're embodied and integrated in my whole being, I was able to distinguish that when I open my eyes in the morning, the context from which I am seeing from... That gives me what looks through my eyes and gives me the appearing of my world. The context from which I was seeing from was a three-year-old girl. The three-year-old was waking up into the three-year-old's world and looking through my eyes and giving me her world where there was already a threat and a potential danger. The always already world given by where we're seeing from. That's context. And that is actually the invitation of maturation, outgrowing the context from which you see from and your world is created and given to you. So we don't see a context, we see from a context. And fixing and paradigm are two different contexts to live from and see from. So what's the distinction between fixing and healing? Fixing, let's talk about fixing. What's fixing? Fixing is like when you have a flat tire and you need to just change the tire to get the car back to the way that it was in order to keep functioning. Fixing is trying to find the answer to the problem in order to get yourself back to the way that it was before the problem. There is a problem in our marriage where we can't utilize or cultivate the connection that we once had. So let's try and find the answer to get us back to the connection that we once had that's fixing. If we can just find the answer to this problem, then we can get back to the good old days where we felt connected. Or I have a cold. And so in order to get me back to the place where I was before my cold, I better take some medicine. Oh, instant. Lemsip, done. Back to where I was before the cold was bothering me. That's fixing. Ah, I have a headache. Let me take a Panadol to return me back to the place that I was before the headache. Instant. Fixing. That's the distinction of fixing. In fact, the paradigm of fixing, if we're coming from the paradigm of fixing, then everything we do and see and get and create is led by the paradigm in the context of fixing. What do I need to do? What do I need to find? Where's the magic bridge to get me back to where I was in the good old days? Because that's the nirvana, right? Healing, on the other hand, is when you have a problem or, or a or a perceived problem. And instead of trying to get back to where the situation was before the problem, the problem itself is giving you an awakening to learn and grow in awareness and consciousness from what created the problem, what's connected to the problem, what's at the root of the problem. And through this alive, moving process of of shifting in awareness and consciousness, you are growing and evolving. There is aliveness and movement and change, which eventually returns you to a state of wholeness. And yet where you stand has matured and grown. Healing allows you to mature, evolve, and grow as you are led by the intention of returning to wholeness. In fact, the word healing is derived from the word whole. What has appeared to me and revealed itself as incomplete and unwhole, and if I'm coming from the paradigm of healing, I want to use this revealing, to teach me, to allow me to grow in awareness and consciousness so that who I am being is growing and learning and shifting and changing because of what is unwhole in service of returning to a whole state. But who you are has evolved and grown and shifted so much That wherever you left before is no longer in existence. Healing takes you to a new place to stand. Fixing returns you to your old place, your old state the old way of knowing. Healing is an alive, moving, evolutionary process of using what is broken, what is unwhole, what is problematic to grow you, to learn, to expand your awareness and consciousness in order to evolve in a new place that allows you to return to a natural authentic state. In Chinese medicine, which is originally where I trained, it's also my heritage, sickness is not seen as a problem that needs to be fixed. Sickness is seen as valuable information that we need to use and learn from in order to grow and evolve and return the body and the being and the energy field back to a state of wholeness. It is because of the sickness that we can gain consciousness and awareness to what we could not see before, which allows us to evolve to a new place that allows wholeness. Healing is alive. Healing is a transformational process. Fixing is a survival mechanical process. Survival has no aliveness. Survival is mechanical. There's no change, no flow in survival. There's this beautiful quote that my teacher David said to me the other day, because it's where I'm experiencing myself right now. In the end, you will return back to the beginning and you will start again. And yet who you are as you return to the beginning is a completely new being while simultaneously feeling more at home than you've ever known yourself to be in the end you will return to the beginning and you will start again here's another amazing quote this is by C.S. Lewis you can't go back and change the beginning but you can start where you are and change the ending that's again a beautiful depiction of of healing versus fixing you know, when we look at the wellness industry now, even though there is an awful lot on offer, and even though it is a trillion dollar industry, how much of the wellness and self-improvement industry is feeding the paradigm of fixing versus how much is actually feeding the paradigm of healing? That is not a judgment. That is a valuable inquiry. If what you are doing is serving fixing, please know that it will not get you what you really want. You can never have enough of what you never really wanted. But if what you are doing is in in service of healing, then it should allow you to continually change and allow the old to continually die and allow the knowing to continually dissolve so that you are in a constant state of change and growth and evolution. In fact, embracing the constant flow of change and the impermanence of aliveness is life. That is actually healing. That is actually life. That's what living actually is versus survival that is mechanical and merely just trying to work out how to not die today. You see, aliveness cannot be stagnant. Aliveness must and can only and always be in a constant state of flow. Healing is embracing this constant state of change and flow. Embracing the not knowing, rather where fixing is attaching yourself to what you already know and trying to get back as quickly as possible, usually, to what you already know. Fixing will not create real fundamental change healing should destabilize what you already know in order to allow the not knowing to gift you a paradigm of creating something new and whole. So when we look at the wellness industry and we look at all the tools that are offered, are the tools giving you more fixing? Or are they destabilizing what you already know to allow the process of healing to happen? I just had an amazing conversation with a big publication in the in the UK. I, I think I shared about this in the last episode. And they're a wellness and health publication, one of the biggest ones in the UK. And they said, well, we have 65 million People on our mailing list, and almost 100% of them are dedicated to their supplements and their yoga and their meditation and their green juices and eating really well. But what we have noticed, Nikki, is that not all of them are still struggling with the same fundamental patterns that they were struggling with before they were doing all this nice healthy stuff. Why, Nikki? Tell us why. Well, the answer to that is because of the paradigm of fixing. If we're coming from the design of the being of human being, which we are because we're human, then it doesn't matter how green the green juice is. It doesn't matter how many hours of yoga you do. It doesn't matter how many affirmations you say. If the context from where you are coming from is survival, then everything you do will be in service of that survival and nothing else will become possible if the context from which you are coming from is even questioning and becoming conscious of the survival mechanism, then the possibility for healing even presents itself. And that is a really important distinction to get. God, I think back to my addiction days, and I was a big old mess. I mean, I was the girl that was thrown out of the bars and and was just like falling over all over the place and nobody really wanted to hang out with me anymore. I remember a good friend of mine saying to me, "I love you, but I don't like who you are." And I was a mess, like told I wasn't going to make it to the age of 30 because I was just on the way out. And then I got clean and sober and stopped the drugs and I started drinking the green juices and doing the yoga and doing the meditation and doing the affirmations and doing all the tools None of which I have any judgment for, and I still do them today. And even though I looked tidier and prettier and shinier and better, and I say that in, in, in inverted commas, from the outside in, at a deep root level, I was still suffering from the same suffering that I was suffering when I was in an addict. It just looked tidier and prettier. I had fixed the mess, but I had not healed the root. That is the distinction between fixing and healing. Fixing is self improvement, and there's nothing wrong with self improvement. But please do not confuse self improvement with freedom. My teacher, David, used to teach lead maturation programs in high security prisons, and he was leading this program, I think it was in Jacksonville, in America. North America and he was being walked through the high security prison to the facilitation room and he was looking and it was just like in the movies like two or three rows of cell blocks just all across one one side of the room and each cell block exactly the same and as he was walking through the cell blocks he noticed this one cell block and he stopped and he he really took it in because it really stood out from all the other cell blocks and and this inmate had plastered that Zen Japanese wallpaper over every single surface of the cell, the walls, the ceiling. It was just this Japanese Zen forest covering every area. And he turned to the security guard that was with him and he he presenced what, how different that cell was. And the security guard said, yeah, that inmate, he's in here for life. Meaning he's never leaving. And David thought, oh, I get it. I get it. He is trying to make his situation better. And, you know, it does make it better, but he's not free. That is what we human beings get caught up in. We get caught up in trying to change the wallpaper and making the situation better. That's fixing. But please don't confuse that with freedom, which is healing. So I'm going to leave you with that. As always, take a moment to write a whole A4 sheet of what's there for you as you listen to this, because it will just kind of allow you to integrate the teachings on an experiential level and also kind of get out everything that's kind of the mind is putting in the way. And then I want to ask you to ask yourself. Am I coming from the distinction, from the context of fixing? Meaning, am I prepared to letting go of what I know in order to step into new worlds and new possibilities and the unknown? Or am I only interested in getting back to what I know? I hope that you found this episode useful. I've loved speaking about it. If you do love this podcast and you find these episodes are serving you, the best way you can support us is head to Spotify or Apple and leave us a star rating, preferably a five-star rating. And if you really want to support us, head to Apple and leave us a review, a written review. And if you really want to support the podcast, because this is the best way to get more and more people listening, share this with the people that you love, the people that you know, anybody that you think will benefit from this, clients, people you work with, parents. Remember, this is not a you problem. Nothing I'm speaking about is a you problem. This is a human problem. So if you are human, this relates to you. Thank you so much for listening to the Infinite Potential of Being Human podcast. My name is Nikki Clinch, and I am your host. I will see you next week. That's it, folks. Thank you so much for listening to the Infinite Potential of Being Human podcast with myself, Nikki Clinch, as your host. If you want to ensure that you experience a fundamental shift, not just in how you are living your life but in who you are being in it a paradigm shift in who you are being starting now please download our 21 days of expansion activation process 21 activations for 21 days of body mind ontological activations for you to be able to work with you both in the experiential aspects of your body and the wiring of your neural pathways in your mind. You can own this for the rest of your life and create that shift starting now. From this place, you can discover the infinite potential of being human and the aspects of the power and the aliveness that is waiting for you to discover it and realize it now. So download the link below to access your 21 days of expansion and let us know how those shifts start landing in your world. Thank you so much for listening. This is the Infinite Potential of Being Human podcast with Nikki Clinch. I will see you next week.